Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. ESPN Radio. She's been begging for five years to get this song played on the show. It's been played. That's the last time it'll ever be played. You're welcome, Carolyn. Welcome back. Nuance Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. <laughs> the Super Bowl Shuffle. It gets worse with time. As I was asking her earlier, I have so many questions, but the number one is why. Like, that is a lame, really corny rendition of anything even if it's 1985 like that's not that was not even cool in 85 there was nothing cool about their stupid little dance and walter payton with his rapping and i get the bears were like a cultural phenomenon that song is silly it's bad it's bad no matter what time it ever came out well it's now espn radio missing the first hour of the show you can always find it on the noana's now podcast probably presented by schulte law the m store and the msu bookstore I don't even know where to start with you. Did you miss me? Look at your big, dumb cup. I know. I have my big, dumb cup. I did miss you. Um, I will say Jeff was very sad to learn that you were back in the studio because I think he really enjoyed helping facilitate the chick who doesn't know sports. Well, yeah, chick who doesn't know sports is a treat every week, no matter who gets to participate, particularly for the, uh, the listeners. Did you watch the SNL that was making fun of the Stanleys? Yeah, of course. The whole episode of that whole episode of SNL was really dumb. That, yeah, that skit was funny. Yeah, I I hadn't watched SNL in a while. We watched it because all we do now is watch TV and hold a baby. A baby, right? I've never watched so much TV in my whole life. I've watched all these shows that you've been talking about for years. Vanderpump. God, just kill me. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> um, but. SNL used to be so funny. I think it's still funny. Maybe it was just a bad episode. Well, yeah, I don't think Dakota Johnson's that. Great. It's like not her style. Yeah. She I, is great at like dramatic acting. Yeah. I just. She's pretty. Um, She's very pretty. I, there's been some, there's been some great SNL. There was, there were a couple good ones on that episode. I guess we, after Justin Timberlake saying auto-tune, Candace was so disappointed that we changed, changed the show. Oh, there were a couple good ones that were like pre-recorded ones uh, that were uh, pretty funny, but. Um, oh, the one with the, the, uh. The please, You're not my father. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And then the please do not destroy one. Did you see that one with I those guys? Oh, that, that was funny too. Uh, so right, well. I just don't think she did a good job with the live stuff. Yeah, okay. Check out those sports here on ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television and uh, the ESPN MT app. I'm back in the saddle for the, uh, at least for today, this Friday's show. Okay, so Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. What the hell is this show even about? Okay, I got it. I got it dated on this because I'm sitting there trying to do my work. My desk is downstairs. We only have one TV. So my wife's watching. Uh, it wasn't the actual show. It was like, what did oh, they the do? After like show? the reunion of the show? It's like we all get together and talk about the show. Yeah. She was watching the you after did show. This and I did oh, this. Oh, she was watching last season's reunion. There you go. Got it. Yeah, that was a that was a tough one too. They were What they is were... wrong with these people? <laughs> Okay, let so me... So everybody cheats on everybody, and that's just their lives, and they're so, on TV because they just are adulterers. No, so, <laughs> yes. So, it they're started... They're not even good-looking. Okay. 
Can simmer down over here, okay? <laughs> I need you to bring it down a notch. Hey. I am too tired for this. I know. Yeah, Carolyn is hungover. It's okay. It's not your fault. It's, it's for, not my fault. It's 50th birthday parties. Be had by all. Yes, not, not you, mine. Not you. Not You're only I'd like to clear that up. Um, okay, so... Vanderpump Rules started back in like 2013 as a show about all of these waiters, waitresses, and bartenders at this restaurant. Okay. I guess it was always so dramatic and crazy. It's like the movie Waiting, but like a reality TV yes, show. Yes, and not yeah. in like an Applebee's, like sure. in, a, in a nice restaurant. Anybody that's ever worked at a restaurant with a big staff, there is a it's lot so of... It's so much drama. Oh, there's a lot of drama. So it's... It, that's where it started. Now they're like 40. So they're not working at the restaurant anymore, but they have, some of them have kids. Some of them have been in long-term relationships. What you saw was the reunion of when a couple who had been together for like 10 years, the guy was cheating on the girl with one of their friends. Oh boy. And it was chaos ensued. Right. I'm sure. So that's what you witnessed. Okay. So what, what is the hook of this show? Like what... Because this, the drama is funny yeah. or what? I, I think if you know, if you like watched it, it from the beginning or like if you understand, you're like invested in their lives now. Sure. What What is it that makes people compelled to these people? I don't know. I mean, what's like anything? Well, the Kardashians are hot and rich. That's very easy to yeah. dis discern. These people are just normal people. Well, when it's They're like slightly above average looking, but they're like not more better looking than like normal people that we just like work with. I disagree. I think they're, I mean, not about people we work with. I just mean <laughs> well, like. Yeah, we, we're not winning any good luck. We're on the radio for a reason. Yeah, I have a face for radio. We, the way it started was like you get. It was just, I don't know. I, I don't, I wish I could tell you. It's okay. stupid. Last it's night, we got, stupid. last night we walked into the stone and we, it was my husband's 50th birthday and we had a little, a little party there kind of. And a couple of the bartenders and I discuss Vanderpump whenever mm -hmm. we go in. And so we're having a whole conversation about it. My husband's like, I feel like I'm in a different country. You guys are talking a whole nother language. It's wild. Yeah. It's like a phenomenon though. Yeah. You women love this shit. I know. And the Real Housewives, all of it. It's great. There must be something compelling about it, because my wife doesn't usually even like these sort of shows, and she's all the way into it as well. Yeah, so. I, I wish I could explain it. It's so stupid. <laughs> okay, so this show's on Bravo. I didn't even know what Bravo was, besides in passing, because Carolyn talks about it all the time. But now Cam's been watching this on there, and so I've been like being subjected to like the, the commercials and the promos on there. Yeah. So today we're watching this. Here comes this promo for this new show called Summer House. I'm like watching it. Here's my buddy West Wilson, former Montana State Bobcat. He was like the mayor of Bozeman when he was playing there for MSU. You know the dude's cool because the dude was like a very average walk-on football player who never oh. made any sort of like big plays. But he was so cool and he's friends with everybody. So they just kept him around. He was like the team liaison. And uh, now he's like... He's been on this show because he works in sports media. He works at Bleacher Report. Now he's working with Barstool, and he's he's really climbed the ladder. He did a, a video cast with Rob Gronkowski and Julian Edelman the other day, so he's doing well. So he's famous in the sports world. I'm never, like, surprised by pe people that are famous in the sports world. I see this promo. There's West. So he's going to be on Summer House. So I texted him. I said, West, all I hope for you in your new career in reality TV is that you don't end up like Corey Bierman. And what did he say? <laughs> he said, really? I feel like he seems like a really nice, affable guy. Oh, my God. <laughs>
<laughs> You're like, are you not? He was I'm, kidding. Oh, okay. He was kidding. He's also a cat at Caribbean Runs of Grizz. So can yeah. we get West on here so we can get oh, some yeah. inside scoop about Summer House? I we love Summer House. West will come on anytime. It's yeah. one of my favorite it shows. It is. So yes. this is like a, there's been a thing. So it's a, oh, new, it's yeah. a new cast every well, year? Well, they usually, they've had a lot of the same people and then they add people in. Okay. It's very similar to this Vanderpump thing. They go out to the Hamptons every weekend in the summer. Yep. They get drunk and So it's like hook the real up. world? Kind of. Jersey Shore? Not Jersey Shore. It's a little more classy than oh, Jersey okay. Shore. Okay. GTL. Yeah. Jim Tan Laundry Baby. Uh, um, but I would like West on this show. Okay. Did you know that there was a real world casting call in Missoula in 2008? I did not. Me and very many of my friends went. You'd be shocked to know none of us made it. I'm shook. <laughs> if, if you, us in our backward New Era hats and the double XL tall tees. Oh, I'm, which, which real world would that have been? Oh, man, I don't even know. Well, I'm so old that um, I had to buy a book, a real world, world book, to get the application for the real world. Oh, boy. To send in, because, you know, we didn't have the World Wide Web then. So you couldn't apply the online. W-W-W. And I did, tr- I did send in an application, but I did not get chosen, which I'm grateful for. Yeah. I, the fame would have been too much. <laughs> well, now you're world famous because of uh, ESPN Radio. Well, yeah, it's different, though, because people don't see me. Uh, that's right. Chicken does no sports here uh, on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. All right, I have a whole list of other stuff, but we should get to your stuff because there might be some crossover, and then we'll come back to okay. my stuff. Do you know who the world's sexiest athlete is? Wow. Well... I'm going to get in trouble for this, but we were watching. So there's this new thing um, where they, they they call it. What is it called? It's something. Oh, I got to remember. It's Friday night gymnastics. Oh, Jesus. Uh, for co- co- college. <laughs> and it's like all the hopefuls for the Olympics. Okay. And all they show is the SEC. And the SEC has like all the top 10 teams like Georgia, Kentucky, Tennessee, Missouri. They're all LSU with LSU, that one chick. Yeah. They're all just stacked. Mm hmm. Very many of those gals would be on the running, I it's think. It's none of them. Okay. Her name is Alicia Schmidt. Alicia she Schmidt. is a German track star. Okay. She... Um, Who says that she's the... I don't know. Uh, TMZ. Okay. Actually, it was in the New York Post. Um, <laughs> she... <laughs> she... Recently, okay, so she's got here. millions of followers on social media. Uh huh. I, I see. I think I know why. Yep, she's gorgeous. She turned down a six six figure endorsement deals because she wasn't sold on the product. Okay. However, the German Sports Aid Foundation only pays Germany's top athletes seven hundred thirty nine dollars a month. Whoa. So she turned down. Like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Whoa. Because she has some sort of, you know. Well, she's going to be just fine, I think. I know. Is she a reputable sprinter as well? Yeah, she's like really fast. Although she wasn't in the last Olympics or anything. Okay. But I guess she's got, you know, standards and morals. Uh, Good for her. Um, That's crazy about how little that they pay them, but also maybe not that crazy. I I must say I'm, I'm uneducated about the current uh, political system in Germany and the way that that then infiltrates into it. But like, if you were thinking about Germany and like the Nazi Germany, yeah, well, or even just Cold War Germany, like yeah. before the fall of the Berlin Wall, like, yeah, I mean the stuff that they were doing with the Olympic team and like the intentional and forced steroid use and right. stuff, like the Eastern Bloc and all that was pretty pretty wild. What are the, I wonder what the U.S. athletes make 
make, you know, like I think you'd be shocked at how little, little. it is. Well, so well, this is what they're making from the like from the national team stipend. Then you can also go get sponsorships. So these right? people can also get sponsorships. Yeah, she's got millions of social media followers, so she's totally fine. Yeah. Um, but I just was I was sort of uh, shocked. She's like not like a Kardashian who will just promote anything. Yeah. She's not promoting flat tummy tea and, you know, crap like that. Well, she probably doesn't need the flat tummy tea. I think she runs for a living. I'm just saying like <laughs> she's she probably was asked to promote something like that and yeah. she's like no. So I'm looking at her her profile here in her times. Um she's certainly good. Uh I would say like knocking on the door of world class, but like not quite world class. So for example, she was second in the 200 meters of the under 20 German championships. So one of the fastest young German runners that that was five years ago though. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, I think it's that long Alicia ponytail Smith. keeping her. She should probably cut her hair or wear it in a bun. <laughs> it's too much drag. Okay. <laughs> Just a tip. We'll, we'll forward it along. Check it out yeah. on sports here uh, on ESPN Radio. All right, what else you got? All right, so Woody Johnson, he owns the Jets. Not sure if you knew that. I, I do. Okay. Have you ever seen Woody Johnson's uh, bling? We've talked about that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. wears all the bling. Well, and, he, and my wife refuses to believe that it's real. Mm. I'm like, babe, he owns the New York Jets. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. She's like, how much do you think that costs? I'm like, well, the Jets cost $5 billion, so what? <laughs> yeah, just, a, just pennies on that. His $50,000 necklace is easy to believe. Um, well, he is not happy with Coach or Zach Wilson, and he's talking about it openly. Giant expose earlier this week in The Athletic. I always say that if you have massive leaks coming out of your organization, it's a, it's a testament to how... Um, how dysfunctional your organization is. Yeah. Like at the peak of the Lakers last little demise post Kobe dying. And it's, it's a sign of, of instability, of, of instability. Yes. Yeah. Giant article in the athletic about all of the dysfunction in the jets last week. So they're trying to trade Zach Wilson. Yes. Do, do they fire the coach? Do you think, or what's going to happen with the coach? Um, I don't think they can fire the coach yet. Okay. Because he's a defensive coach and they were great on defense last year. They just sucked on offense. Got it. Okay. They, they here's the way that those will play out. They'll try to trade Jack Wilson. They'll hope for Aaron Rodgers to get back. If they don't make a playoff run next year, then Robert Sala will probably have to fire Nathaniel Hackett, the offensive coordinator. Then if that doesn't work, then it, I bet you Robert Sala has two years two left. Two years. Do you think Aaron Rodgers is coming back? I do. You do. Do you think he's welcome back with his nonsense. Absolutely. They don't care. Okay. The NFL. So I, <laughs> that's in. true. I guess you can do all sorts of things. I, Beat it, your wife. Man. Yeah. Um, so I was reading this article and then thinking about Aaron Rodgers and I'm like, gosh, I haven't heard, we haven't heard from him since the whole Pat McAfee thing. Yes. Truth. But he was on, guess what podcast he was on this week? Joe Rogan. He was on Joe Rogan. Did you see Joe Rogan's new Spotify deal? No. $260 million. Good Lord. He's going to get paid $875,000 per podcast over the next five years. He's come a long way since Fear Factor. Man, eating spiders to now just making a million bucks a pod. Well, he, I mean, he was on Joe Rogan saying he has lost friends, sponsorships, millions of dollars over his stance on things. Yep. But he will keep fighting the good fight. Who's he fighting it for? People. The people. You know, when he... See, this is conspiracy Nolter coming back around. But Uh-oh. If he keeps going crazy, he might just disappear. 
Where? Like, I, what do you mean? Well, know. that's what I'm wondering. Like, there is a point where you you need. Oh, you think he'll get? I mean, I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well, um, he's. I mean, I bet he's going to be on Joe Rogan's podcast all the time now. Man, could be wild. Yeah. I'm definitely going to listen to it. I mean, it's a two-hour podcast, oh, of course, because he just has to ramble on for two hours. So, yep. um, But yeah, I thought he was maybe at a retreat or you know, in a darkness situation. The darkness. But he is not in the darkness. All right. Uh, here we are. 15 minutes in and Chicken doesn't know sports, and we still haven't talked about the Super Bowl. What else you got? Oh, do you want... <laughs> is that this weekend? <laughs> God. I actually have a whole Super Bowl page now. I knew you were going to because it's <laughs> because of Usher and Taylor Swift, I'm certain. Um, I'm not that pumped about Usher, to be honest. Wow. I don't, I'm not a big Usher person. Here we are. Look at you, me and you. Finally, I got a, someone on my team. Why? I went on a big rant on this last week and I got just destroyed. Really? People were like, you are out of your mind. Because I was like, man, okay. Usher is a phenomenal singer. There's no mm-hmm. doubt. He's got yeah. a beautiful voice. He's a beautiful man. I mean, God, he's as good looking as you can be. If I could sing, dance, and look like Usher, I would do it. But most of his songs are just not really for me. Right. There's some that I like, sort of like more of the slower ones, but like, I'm not a club person. Right. Making love in the club and yeah, and all these little I John do like, beats. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Yeah. It's just not for me. But, um, but I bet you the performance is going to be great because he's just a great performer. You know who they should have gotten was Drake because he's been in the news this week. What's he doing? I'm not going to tell you, but if you would oh, like to Google the Drake oh video, <laughs> go ahead and Google it. But just trigger warning. Well, I don't know if it's trigger warning, but okay, it's not safe for work or children. Okay. <laughs> uh, all that comes up is uh, inappropriate X-rated video. Rumors are true, yada, yada, yada. So I'm going to go ahead and not put this on the radio right now. We'll go back to that a little later on. All right. Well, maybe... So what's up with Usher? You're into it? You're not into it? Nah. I mean, I, I'm not into really anything about this Super Bowl, except I'm wow. excited for the commercials. Okay. So, $7.1 million what a commercial cost this yep. year. And um, last year, Ben Affleck got paid $10 million for his ad in Dunkin', for the Dunkin' Donuts ad, uh-huh. um, which I love. I think his Dunkin' Donuts ads are hilarious. Yeah. I love how he turns on the Boston accent. Mm-hmm. I just think they're so good. So I think it's, it's a good investment. I think it's wild how... Like Super Bowl ads have gone, they've gone up in a, by, by about $2.5 million in price over the last 20 years and how much less that amount of money seems in today's day and age. Does that make sense? Like $5 million in 2005 was an insane amount of yeah. money. Now, like, of course Dunkin' Donuts and Coca-Cola and Budweiser can pay $7 million. No, they yeah, so but they're money. paying $10 million to just Ben Affleck. To do the thing. To and do then the thing. And then, and then all the other production, you know, like all the things. Yeah. So they're putting out. However, that ad, they sold more donuts the next day than, like, in one day than they'd ever sold. Wow. So, but there's a couple other big celebrities and ads this coming Sunday. Oh, there's already leaks out, huh? Well, the, yeah. And they are, they've been paid $5 million. Hmm, Who? Well, I know Jennifer Aniston and... Um, the Beckhams. The Beckhams. Because they've been, like they've this, been in that... There's been this commercial that's like teasing this. Yes. And then Christopher Walken, I saw, was in one. Um, so there's quite a few... They, that's the other thing. They're doing all these teases for mm-hmm. these ads, which is funny. Have you watched the Beckham documentary? Or like docu series on Netflix? No. Mm. I haven't either. 
No. The ad that's running now that's like a tease for the Super Bowl ad where she's talking about the big hockey game and blah, right. blah, blah. That's like a parody of the show and a preview of the ad. Yeah. I still don't even know what the ad's for. I just know it's, it's for DoorDash, I think. Ah. Uh, I'm Grub pretty up? sure. Grub, one of them. <laughs> Great marketing. We don't even know. Money well spent. Advertising for the competitor. Uh, all right. What else about the Super Bowl? All right. So Kristen Juszczyk. She is the wife of 49ers star Kyle, Kyle Juszczyk. Juszczyk. Yeah. She, Big time that he's being called a star. Well, I don't know. If the he's fullbacks a... have made it. I mean, Kyle Juszczyk is a phenomenal player. He's the best fullback in the NFL. Fullbacks just don't get any love. Well, I'm going to tell you why I love him right now. But okay. first, I'm going to talk about his wife. Great. She, she got clothes or something. So she takes jerseys, already made jerseys, yeah. and she creates fashion things out of them. So she makes a different outfit for her every for every game she goes to out of a 49ers jersey, and she changes it up. So during the playoff games, she made Taylor and Brittany Mahomes these really cute puffer jackets with Kelsey on them and Mahomes on them and I see blah, blah, blah. So she's making them for the enemy. She's making them for anyone. Wow. She's doing them for everybody. Okay. Um, she landed a big deal with the NFL for her design. So now she, you know, excuse me. Um, <laughs> so now she, um, you know, she's selling a ton of these. She, she's um, made these really cute Super Bowl 58 puffer vests. So they, they're colors neutral. They're not for any team. It's just a Super Bowl 58, like NFL, you know, whatever. Um, she had an interview on the Today Show and she's just the cutest little thing. But her husband, like people were commenting on um, Taylor and Brittany's puffers, like, oh my gosh, these are so cute. And I guess he just kept tagging her and all these Twitter, like to make sure she got all the recognition. It was so cute. I loved wow. that. I'm trying to figure out how much these cost. seems like the only I'm way you can buy them is under auction at the current Right moment. now. So she made, I think those puffer vests are for auction for breast cancer research mm -hmm. or something okay, like that. Got it. But she has other designs and she's going to have a whole line out, uh, a licensing deal with the NFL. So that's really cool. Well, this is right up your alley. You're always talking about how you need to manage your money, right? Well, the way to manage your money, right, is make a bunch of money playing football, then let your wife make a bunch of money on clothes. Right? It's a great great idea. I know. Great couple. Um, speaking of Brittany Mahomes, did you hear she's the Sports Illustrated swimsuit rookie? No, I had not. I don't even know what that means. I don't either. But she's in the swimsuit issue. Okay. Um, so she's very excited about that. Huh. She looks great. She's had sure two she kids. Does. I mean, yeah. Okay, so... This is such a mean thing to say. Not even a mean thing. I'm probably going to get canceled for this. <laughs> I really, really like the swim swimsuit edition a lot better when it was only the swimsuit models. It's not because they're better looking. Yes, it is. I, no, it's not. It's not just that. It's just because it's like <sighs> that's their like job. Are you talking about the swimsuit issues that are inclusive to no. all? No. Okay. I like 1997 Tyra Banks. That's, give me that, you know? You want like legit models. Just the swimsuit girls. Yeah, that's fair. I mean. Martha Stewart, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to see. Me. Yeah, I'm not interested. And by the good way. for you, but like it's not for well, me. Well, yeah, it's good for her, but it's also heavily airbrushed. So, I right. mean, they all are, but like. Totally. Yeah. That was the brilliance of the, like the original idea. Sure, there's like some sex appeal behind it. Sure, it's for the t teenage boys. But like the the real original swimsuit issues of like the late '80s, there wasn't that airbrushing technology nearly as profound as it is right. now. So it really was they were so much about the photography. 
Yeah. Right? Like, oh, is that why you liked it, the photography? I mean, You're like, oh, I see the color grading is so really much, on point. Here's, on how, here's how much the world has changed. When up until the internet, this was like as good as it I know, gets I know. when you were like a teen, like my, a preteen my, or teen. Yes, when you're my children. Now age. you can just get a smartphone, and uh, I yeah. mean, and we don't even need to go down that. You can, sure go, you can go to the ends the, of the earth, the depths of the black <laughs> right? internet or like, dark internet. Yes. The day you, you get the Sports Illustrated, and you, like your parents let you have it for the, by yourself. I mean, man. <laughs> You didn't come out of your room for days. <laughs> your mom doesn't steal it and throw it away or have it, you know, like she just you. put your dinner outside your room. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's wild. I think the world was a much better place when that was the case. But I, I agree. I don't need to. I don't care about Martha Stewart. No one wants to see like old women in bathing suits. I just spit everywhere. It's true, laughing. but I mean, also, there's just like. We don't need to go. I agree. Kathy Ireland. I don't, even, Heidi I don't Klum. even mean that. I just mean like the, the fact that it used to not be on demand. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't just like, it was like really hard to see women in bathing suits, <laughs> let alone, <laughs> let alone like naked women. Listen, we can agree. The world was a better place. <laughs> it was a way better place. 30 years ago, 40 years ago. I mean, things were just better. It's, it's messing people's minds up to, Agreed. Be able to Google all this stuff. I'm telling you, it's bad for your brain. Agreed. Uh, all right. I'm off my soapbox. Chicken does no sports here on ESPN radio, probably presented by Buff City Soap. Uh, Buff City, this is awesome. We've gotten so many different baby gifts. And uh, if you haven't, if you gave us a gift and you haven't got a thank you card yet, well, they're on their way. I did a whole nother stack this uh, last uh, week. So they're back in the mail. We're old school like that. I like to send the thank you cards. But anyway, That's good. Anybody, That's what you should do. Anybody that gave us a gift, awesome. Can't tell you how many bath bombs were in the Buff City soap or Buff City soap bath bombs in the baby gifts, though. Oh, it's nice. Awesome. Yeah, people are loving it. Yeah. Well, right now, um, through. February 13th, Buff City Soap is doing their Valentine's Day giveaway. Um, they have a Stanley, flowers, um, a gift card to Aesthetic Company, a gift card to Buff City Soap, a bunch of bath bombs and fun things like that from Buff City Soap, um, a necklace from Rogers & Company. All you have to do is go to the Buff City Soap Missoula Instagram and it's pinned at the top so you can figure it all out. Um, but if you don't want to join this, that's okay. You can also just go to Buff City Soap. You got a few days left till Valentine's Day, guys. There you go. And girls. I mean, ever, who doesn't like a nice bath? Indeed. Um, like in Saltburn. Have you seen that? Nope. Still haven't watched Salt Lick. <laughs> it's on the docket. Okay. Maybe. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> I've been too busy watching Love on the Spectrum. It's my favorite show. I know. That's cute. It, I'm still up in the air if it is cute or not. I do think it's cute when when they pair people correctly. Yeah. And there's like this organic nature to their their interactions and stuff. It's cute. Mm-hmm. When they pair like non-neurodivergent people with neurodivergent people and it's it's like seems very exploitative. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like there's sure. this one couple that are perfect for each other and they like go on this safari in Africa and they're singing the Lion King song Aww. and they're like the cutest people you've ever seen in your yeah. life. Then they're like setting up this one guy who's like severely autistic, but also so nice and cool. And they just keep setting him up with like these non oh, people. And it's just it's not like gonna embarrassing. Work. Yeah. And it's like, what's going on? It's so mean. Yeah, I don't like that. So anyways, uh, good show though. It actually is a great show and it's very heartwarming in its essence. So, okay. uh, all right, what else you got? All right, one last little thing. Um, okay. Last week I talked about the Super Bowl suites being so expensive that the families of the Super Bowl, like players in the Super Bowl can't even afford them. 
They're up to what? like a million dollars. Yeah, this well, Patrick Mahomes can, but everybody else maybe not. Well, Mama Kelsey can't. She said she's just going to be sitting in the sidelines with everyone else. Man, why do I be on the sidelines anyways? But yeah, th- wow. Yeah, wild. So Jason didn't go get her one. Well, he sucks. Uh, I'm just yeah, kidding. He's awesome. He can't be shirtless on the sideline. He can be shirtless in the suite. Did you see that the other week? Oh, of course. Everybody <laughs> saw that. Um, Go get I, it, big man. I'm not. I'm shocked Taylor didn't just pony up. True. But uh, maybe she wants to be on the sideline. Well, she might be late. She will probably be late. She has to cross the international date line to get to the game. I mean, I have never done word problems and math more than <laughs> reading all of the... If she gets on the plane at 7 p.m. Isn't that the truth? Um, but yeah, so I'm sure she'll make it. It'll be fine. She probably at this point can like defy the odds of time. Even. She could bring back the Concord. Do you remember the Concord? Uh, I do. Yeah. Did, did you watch the Grammys? I've I saw bits and pieces. Mm, okay. Jay Z ripping the, the Jay Z can just was funny. Would everyone just stop trying to make Beyonce happen? Okay. Okay, but they, so, well, his point is kind of adequate. Which I'm is not what? a big Beyonce fan. She should win Album of the Year sometime. Because she's had some pretty epic albums. Well, people have had more epic albums. True. It's all's fair. I mean, this. I'm so sick of people. Going off on their speeches and saying Beyonce should have something. She's got billions of dollars. Billions, she's thirty-two fine. Grammys, in fact. Yeah, she's fine. Uh, I'm so. I here. My opinion is he did something wrong and ooh. he's in trouble and well, he is trying she to make. Write a whole album about that. Yeah, I think he's. I, listen, leopards don't change their spots. Okay, <laughs> I think he did something wrong and he was up there kissing butt, trying to make her happy. Hey. Uh, all right. Well, Taylor Swift uh, remains a marketing genius. Yeah. Dropping the new album live on the Grammys. Love her. It's just and I else. love her. I, I, one thing that's driving me crazy, though, is that people are like predicting when they're going to get engaged and all this stuff. And I'm like, they just started dating. Let them be. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're cute and everything. And I'm sure who knows what's going to happen. But. We're putting a lot of pressure on these two. All right. I got one for you before we go. Check it out on sports okay. here on ESPN Radio. Uh, your girl, Caitlin Clark, who we've been talking yeah. about a couple times, she scored 28 points against Penn State last night, so she needs 38 points to become the all-time leading scorer in the history of Division One basketball. Awesome. They, she plays, they play, Iowa plays at Nebraska on Sunday. Okay. They flex the game into the primetime afternoon slot, so 1 p.m. Eastern time. So the pre-Super Bowl sporting event will be her. On, awesome. On That's really cool. So big deal. And yeah. uh, she's just so fun to watch. So yeah. uh, if you need something to watch while you're making your, your dips. cheese dips and stuff. Your yeah. buffalo chicken uh, dip. Live on Fox, 11 a.m. Montana time. Okay. I will be skiing. I know you would be. Mm-hmm. Who are you going for in the Super Bowl? Probably um, the Chiefs. Who's going to win? The Chiefs. Well, Should I do a bet? This week? I mean, you could. Oh, I didn't the do Chiefs well are, last time. The Chiefs are underdogs. Somehow. Oh, they are? You did do well last time. You only did, missed one. If oh. you would have got it right, you would have won $400. Yeah, that's not good to me. I wanted to win the $400. Well, you should have left that, that game out. I, I did Green Bay. Uh, I mean, what kind of Chicago person am I, yeah, too? Exactly. That was so stupid. So stupid. Ugh. Anyway. No, I was down here Radio. It's Chicken Does No Sports presented by Buff City Soap. Uh, all right, anything else? No. Well, thanks for being here. I'm glad you, you made it through. Don't drink Diet Coke so late at night. I know.
I know. <laughs> I was trying to not drink wine, so I was drinking Diet Coke, trying to be a good girl. Yeah, well, just if you're going to go for it, just go for it. No, because I needed to be on all, you know, sharp today, and it, it just blew up in my face. Here you are. Well, yep. you, you were great. So nice to see you. Thanks, Thanks. for saying goodbye. Bye bye. Need a place to watch the game on Sunday? What a better gathering place than a Reds bar downtown Missoula. It's a Missoula institution. They have all sorts of awesome memorabilia. I must say, I've been out with the new baby the last couple weeks, so I haven't gone down there and got any new stuff. But going to go down next week, see Mike and Vaughn and the boys, and uh, get some new stuff to show off on this here show, especially to our television audience. So stay tuned for that. But if you need a place to watch the Super Bowl, maybe you want to catch up or uh, watch some of the other college hoops action that's going on at the same time, Reds Bar, uh, downtown Missoula on Ryman Street, a Missoula institution. More Super Bowl talk, the ins and outs of the matchup. Myself, Andrew Houghton, next. Keep it right here. Juan is now ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. And Dwight, your father founded Schulte Law Firm in 1987 and since then has mediated more than 3,000 family law and divorce cases. Why is he so good at that sort of law? Well, he is a smart and patient man. A lot of situations where you find yourself in need of attorney are a high conflict situation. And it's really important. And it's a a tenet of our firm that we work through litigious issues in a collaborative way. It's important at Schulte Law Firm that when we're litigating these very serious issues that impact people's lives, that we do so in a way that provides the best representation and the best result to our clients. And what we have found is that the best way to do that is to litigate these issues effectively while doing so with a high degree of professionalism. We can have these disagreements without making it personal. Visit jshultylaw.com. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Here's how I know I'm a complete football junkie. I can't tell you how many times people ask me when it gets to this time of year. You so excited for the Super Bowl? I am. But also, I am such a football junkie that I feel like I've gotten completely gypped when I have to when I get to and and only get to watch one game. And it'll start till 4:30. <laughs> I need the 11 a.m., the 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 2:30 p.m., the Sunday night slot, the Monday. I mean, it's a sickness. It certainly is. No, I was now ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. All that said, though, I do think the Super Bowl is going to be a very good game this time around. Uh, I think that both these teams, you could make arguments for and against in terms of why they should or should not be favored and why you should or should not pick them to win. Kansas City, of course, just seems like, they don't seem like they are the kings of football. They have been since the explosion of Patrick Mahomes onto the scene. Uh, they've been to the Super Bowl four out of the last six years. They're gunning for their third Super Bowl title. And the 49ers have been in a, in a league in which parody rules the day 
and teams are up and down all the time. They have been an unbelievable model of stability. I would actually argue that it's probably you know, over the last in the, in the 21st century. I'd say that the Patriots, the Steelers, and the 49ers have been the three most stable organizations. The Giants used to be in that mix, but then they've had a whole bunch of instability. You could actually argue that the Patriots are on the unstable side of things the last couple of years. So in total, you might actually argue that the 49ers have been the most stable organization of the 21st century. Part of that's an ownership, especially lately in the last you know 15 years with John Lynch in the front office, but they've always had good front office people, whether it was you know, DeBartolo or current uh, policy or Dwight Clark or now you know John Lynch. They've had a lot of stability in the front office as well. But you, know, you talk about, though, they haven't claimed the ultimate prize. It's been 30 years since San Francisco 49ers actually won the Super Bowl. They're only one year short of the Dallas Cowboys in terms of the last time they won the Super Bowl. We hammer the Cowboys year after year after year, but not the 49ers. It's because the 49ers have been great in the playoffs, just not the end of the playoffs. The Niners are always good for one playoff win. Most of the time, they're good for two to get to the Cowboys championship game. Every once in a while, they're good for a third one to win the NFC, which they've done three times since their last Super Bowl championship, but they have not broken through in the big game. It's their third Super Bowl appearance since their last Super Bowl title. They've played, though, in, uh, I think, 13 conference championship games since their last Super Bowl title, so they've been knocking on the door. They're, they're a perennial Final Four team, I guess we could say, but they haven't been able to actually get it done. So if they could knock off the Chiefs, it would be a huge tip of the cap. It also just shows you just how talented and good you have to be in the NFL to, uh, to really win it all. Or Sometimes you just need the best guy, and that's where the Chiefs have been. The Chiefs have had some great teams. This Chiefs team, I think, is actually very underrated defensively, even though all the stats point to them being adequately rated as a top defense. But everybody just wants to talk about Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes. Well, that's the star power, but that's also just the ability, and that's why he has uh, had the Chiefs so consistently atop the AFC for sure and, and certainly atop the NFL for most of his career. Uh, the coaching matchup's fascinating one in this one to me. Andy Reid moves into rare air if he wins the Super Bowl title. Uh, Belichick's got six. Chuck Knowles got four. Then there's a group of guys with three. Reid is in a, a big group, group of guys with two. But he moves into that group with three if he could get this one done. He's already one of the great coaches of his generation. But a third would be, you know, you're talking like top ten status. I mean, guys like... You mentioned those two plus Joe Gibbs, I think. I mean, he'd have, he'd have more Super Bowl titles than Don Shula and Tom Landry if he wins the Super Bowl. That's pretty, pretty good company, right? Um, so big time on the line for Andy Reid now, especially since he's 66. So his career likely probably winding down. And then for Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan, it's sort of a new frontier. Uh, not just for him. He's been to the Super Bowl as a head coach. He's been to the Super Bowl as an assistant coach. But... There's this giant wave of these young coaches, and he was kind of on the forefront of that. Only Sean McVay has actually won the deal. Only Sean McVay has won it all. Shanahan's knocked on the door, both with his time in Atlanta as the offensive coordinator and and, uh, been in the Super Bowl once with the 49ers. So can he get it done? I think it would uh, be huge for him, that coaching tree, but also just for the... uh, the commitment and the trend of hiring young coaches, 
uh, across the NFL. I want to give us a little room to breathe here. So we'll take one more break here on this Friday, then we'll come back and uh, we'll bring Andrew out in to talk about the ins and outs of this matchup. Don't change that dial. Keep it right here. It's Nuwana's Dow, ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio Missoula. Give me some Van Morrison on the halftime show. I don't even know if he still performs. Is he even still alive? I think he's got to be still alive. That would be huge news if he would have died. Maybe I miss it, though. Sometimes I miss those kind of things. Try not to. No, as now. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Miss anything in the show? You can always find it on the podcast, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. Rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Podcast probably presented by Schulte Law. Visit jschultilaw.com. The M Store, where they all grizz all the time. And the MSU Bookstore. Visit msubookstore.org. A couple matchups to ask you about, Andrew, here uh, as we lead up to the Super Bowl. It is a rematch of a recent Super Bowl, but it's been a handful of years. There's some familiar subjects in the game. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid on the Chiefs' side. Of course, Kyle Shanahan. Uh, D. Bill Samuel, George Kittle, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner on the Niners' side. Does the uh, the rematch element play much into this? Or uh, I mean, obviously, they've played in a, in a big game semi-recently, but it, it, is it a factor in this one? I don't think it is. The only thing that I would see would be just like, I think it does help the 49ers just that, They've been there before, right? Like, sure. I don't think any NFL player is really going to get overwhelmed the way that you would for for a huge college game. Like they're, you know, they're playing the Kansas City Chiefs in the in the Super Bowl. I mean, for some of these kids who are just coming out of college, I mean, they've been watching Patrick Mahomes for half a decade now, more than that. Like, you just don't want to get overwhelmed with that. But I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a huge deal. Van Morrison still alive, seventy eight years old, currently touring uh, across Europe. Four upcoming concerts, including in uh, Belfast. So, thanks, Mom. Appreciate the uh, the the fact-checking there. Uh, I, I highlighted the run game. What do you think of that one? Because I, I just feel like the evolution of Patrick Mahomes is, to me, best encompassed in the fact that he's always been able to make all the throws. He can make throws that nobody else can make, period. He is one of the great improvisational quarterbacks in the history of the league. He's got one of the best arms in the history of the league. His evolution as a quarterback, though, has been actually to add abilities as a game manager and check into a run on second and nine. And the Niners have been a little bit soft defensively against the run. On the other side, the Niners got to run the ball. That's what they do. They, I mean, that's what sets up everything that they do. Um, Brock Purdy aside, you got to run the rock if you're San Francisco. Uh, what do you think of that element of this matchup? Well, I think the huge one is the first one that you mentioned, which is the Chiefs' run game right. against the 49ers' run defense. I mean, David Montgomery gashed them in the in the NFC Championship game Indeed. for the that's Lions. Gibbs, yep. I mean, that's that's how they got out to that big lead, and they just, you know, huge holes. Those guys were, were running all over them, right? That's the one where... That's what puts this game out of hand for the 49ers. That they absolutely just can't stop Isaiah Pacheco. Right. And Mahomes is getting into second and three. Yep. And also they're able to pick up every third and short on the ground. Like like you said, he'll just control the game. They'll get a couple extra possessions from somewhere if they know that they can 
control the game like that on offense. And it's, you know, that's the one where it's like, uh, if this game's not close and the Chiefs win, it's because, you know, Isaiah Pacheco goes for 100 yards and they just, they aren't able to stop him. It's amazing what we've seen. We've seen the thrash you like the Chiefs did to the Dolphins version of, of Mahomes and the Chiefs. We've seen the, oh, if Mahomes gets the ball last, you're screwed version of the Chiefs when they beat the Bills. And then we saw the, okay, we're going to get out, and then we're just going to grind you into dust with our defense version of the Chiefs last week, I guess two weeks ago now, but in the AFC Championship game against Baltimore. Amazing for a team to get to this point and have won in three completely different ways on the way to the Super Bowl, including twice on the road. Well, and it says, it sort of goes back to the point that I was making earlier, which is like, you can talk about Patrick Mahomes all you want. This is a really, it's a strong team. They have other strengths outside of Mahomes to Kelsey, right? Well, and that's it. I think people got hung up they have a bunch of rookie receivers and a bunch of outcast wide receivers, right? Everybody was hung up on these guys not being Tyree Kill throughout the middle of the year, and they refused to believe that, oh, wow, the Chiefs actually have, like, the best secondary in the NFL, and they're also one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. Well, right, and, it, you know, they've just... Every area that the Chiefs have improved in over the past several years has just been overshadowed because yes. Patrick Mahomes came into the league like a supernova and just like sucked all the light out of the room so that you couldn't look at anything else other than what they were doing on offense. He's he's throwing no-look passes. They're scoring right. 40 points a game. Tyree Kill's going for 200 yards, you know? And, and you just weren't able to notice the improvements that they were making Everywhere else on the field. I no mean, doubt. Chris Jones, right? Like, he's he's one of the best defensive players in the NFL. Probably he's one of the best players in the NFL, period. No doubt. I don't think you hear about him as much as... As you should, for a, sure. As you should, and certainly I mean, that you could. S- Sneed won the game for him a couple weeks ago with the, the forced fumble on the goal. Like, he's one of the best corners in the league. How about the drafting there? I mean, they got Trent him in McDuffie. the... McDuffie. I mean, McDuffie's dope, too. They got those guys in, like, the fourth round. I mean, that's great drafting by the Kansas City Chiefs. How about the tight ends? Those guys are going to get a ton of play in this because of the personalities that they are. Of course, you know, Travis Kelsey's bringing a whole bunch of new fans to the game with all the Swifties as well. But just from a pure X's and O's standpoint, I think both tight ends could and should have big roles in this game. Well, they they could and should, and it's precisely because, like, you can't account for Travis Kelsey with the X's and O's, right? He's going to have, I mean, even if you get the pass rush going for the 49ers, and I think they will, right? They've They've got a good defensive line. You can't account for Mahomes to Kelsey sort of in those broken plays. Every third down, if you get pressure, Mahomes going to either take a couple steps and reset the pocket or he's going to get outside the pocket and he's going to be able to find Travis Kelsey. And it's just like, it's one of those things in the NFL where I just think that it's impossible to game plan for. You can have it up on the whiteboard. That's right. You can drill it into everybody's head for two weeks. I mean, everybody knows that Travis Kelsey is really good. <laughs> That's when the, right. When the plays break down, though. That's right. He's shifty enough, he's fast enough, he's big enough, he's smart enough, and Mahomes is always looking for him when the plays break down. There's really just not much he can do against it. It's exactly right. I mean, he just, gotta, he just boxes people out. He's got to throw him the ball in a in an area that he can make a play. And he, I mean, he's 6'5". You, you just can't do anything to guard him. It's a great point. Yeah, and, you know, I, George Kittle is going to have to have a big game on the other side for, for the 49ers. I think yeah. talking about establishing their run game, right, he's no a doubt. huge part of that Huge. when it comes to his blocking. So, um, you know, I, I kind of am hoping that, like, both of those guys and Kyle Juszczyk will all have huge games, just, like, give it to the, the big guys all game. But we'll see. 
here's my. I'm not going to do a prediction here. As much as I am going to give you, this is what we do during like the rivalry week for football for Montana, Montana State. The Chiefs will win if the Niners will win if. We'll start with the San Francisco 49ers. The San Francisco 49ers will win if offensively they can roll and Brock Purdy embraces the moment and has a lights out game and they get the ball to all their playmakers and they score a bunch of points. And defensively, they're able to stop the run, let their pass rush run wild. And I think if the Niners are going to win, they're going to kick the Chiefs' butts. I think they're, the Niners are going to have to win this game by 10-plus points and absolutely make a statement to beat Kansas City. The Chiefs will win if it's a Chiefs type of game. But what does that mean? They've played three different types of games in three playoff games so far. And that's why I think it's crazy that they're underdogs in this game. The Chiefs will win if they get the ball last or they get out front first and Mahomes can bleed the clock or a combination of the two. I think unless the Niners are out in front early and dominating the game from start to finish, you're always going to leave the door open for the Chiefs, and that's not going to be a good scenario with Patrick Mahomes. I think the Chiefs win if it's their type of football game. What say you? Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, everything that we've talked about today has kind of just made me more confident in what I said off the top, which is like, I don't know why the Chiefs are an underdog in this game, even given all the 49ers talent. I mean, when I'm tallying it up in my head, what the 49ers the 49ers will win if, right? 49ers will win if Brock Purdy doesn't melt down, and we've yep. seen him do that. I'm thinking back to the Christmas game against the Ravens. They'll win if they get their running game going. They'll win if they stop Isaiah Pacheco in the Chiefs running game on the other end. And even if they do all that, they'll still win if you can manage to not give Mahomes the ball back at the end of the game. Like, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think about this objectively, and it's just everything we've talked about has made me feel good about the Chiefs. Chiefs in the over. We'll see you on Monday, Monday afternoon, quarterback and the Montana Basketball Hour. Have a great weekend. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home and uh, I saw some kids running around with I love shirt it. on and it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. That's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you, but when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that, but, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time.